Hello, my awesome colleagues. Welcome to 40 Days to PMP Exam Success. It's day 24, and we're moving on to task 10, domain 2 of the process domain, and it's manage project changes. Manage project changes starts off with anticipate and embrace the need for change. In other words, follow change management practices. The second step to take is to determine a strategy to handle change. Third one here is execute change management strategy according to the methodology. And finally, we have determine a change response to move the project forward. As usual, today I have a number of open-ended questions for you to answer right here on the screen. Some of them are from the world of Agile. It is important that you identify Agile as a change coping mechanism. Agile is great when you're dealing with rapid change, copious change. And I also have questions about the predictive domain. Now, let's jump into the questions for today that are multiple choice. A change request may include which of the following? If you need more time, do hit that pause button. And I will reveal the answer shortly. All right, let's examine what the answer is. So the answer to this is D. The answer is all of the above because change requests includes corrective actions, preventive actions, defect repair, and updates. Updates to documents, updates to deliverables. All right, let's move on to the next question. Which of the following is true about initiating a change request? Okay, hit the pause button if you need more time. All right. So taking a look at these, what you'll observe is that all of these statements are correct. Changes could be from any stakeholder. They could be initiated verbally and they may not impact the project baselines. So there's a fallacy going on that if changes don't impact the baselines, then you don't need a change request. That is not true. Okay, so the answer to this is D. And those are the pages to refer to. Here's your next question. Your project's change control board is internal to the organization. The customer is not included in the CCB since they are an external party. A change request got approved from the CCB. The change requires revised cost estimates, activity sequences, schedule dates, 
resource requirements, and analysis of risk response alternatives. What should you do next? Give it some time. Okay. If you need more time, hit the pause button and let's review the answers. So taking a look at the answers given, make adjustments to the project management plan and other project documents. Communicate to stakeholders about the revision. Seek approval from the customer by sharing the impact of the change or execute project work to implement the change. So taking a look at all the options, they're pretty much the same. A and D are all about taking immediate action without involving the stakeholder. In other words, the customer and the sponsor, right? Because it says the customer is not included. So this is really more about the customer. Now, if you read the PMBOK guide, you realize that when the customer is not part of the CCB, you should include the customer. So the best option for this is C. You should seek approval. Customer or sponsor approval may be required for certain change requests after CCB approval, unless they're part of the change control board. Okay, let's move on to our next question. An approved change request review meeting is arranged to discuss all approved change requests and ensure they are reviewed and they were implemented as approved. Also, the meeting will help check that changes are completed and all parts have been properly implemented, tested, completed, and certified. This meeting is organized as part of which of the following process? And make sure you hit the pause button if you need more time. All right, let's go ahead and end the poll. And let's take a look at what the results could be in three, two, and one. All right, my friends, the best answer to this is exactly where you find it, which is B. This is a direct cutout of the control quality process. This will obviously go unnoticed, except you have done due diligence to investigate every one of these little nuances. But more than just cramming where it's from, it is helpful to know what an approved change request review is. And this is reviewing change requests to ensure that they were implemented as approved. It just makes sense, but it's a special type of meeting the PMI talk about. Let's move to the next one. How do agile teams keep their project changes documented? And this will go very quick. This is a short one. All right. Three, two, and one. Be sure to hit the pause button if you need more time. Now, taking a look at the question and the options, which of the options is from 
an agile world. It's definitely not A, because that talks about a change log, an issue log, which we don't use. It's definitely not C, because we don't deal with a change management plan. And sprint review document is just a bogus made up term. So the best answer, as you might have guessed, is into the backlog. Believe it or not, this is talked about in the sixth edition on page 671. Iterative, agile, and adaptive approaches track, review, and regulate progress and performance by maintaining a backlog. And that's the way we do it in the world of agile, it's using a backlog. If you are just joining, this is our day for changes under the process domain and the questions we're looking at are of a change management nature. Let's move on. All right, next question coming up. Your project involves high uncertainty, high rates of change, high complexity, and high risks. To ensure that your customers get value sooner, you should follow all of the below approaches except which one would you not do? All right, hit the pause button if you need more time. Three, two, and one. All right, my friends, the best answer wouldn't be any of the things we do in Agile. So we allow frequent adaptation, we provide frequent delivery, and we utilize very short feedback loops. So the best answer to this is A. A, that states restrict changes. You would not restrict changes in the world of Agile. That is not congruent with our Agile principles. All right, so that's it for the questions, both open-ended, which I showed you previously, and the multiple choice questions. Remember, if you're working on your PMP exam, and you need help in a half day boot camp, go on down to hpmexam.com, come on the full program, or just go on down to praiseon.com and grab the book. You can always just grab the book and use that for your studying. All right, so with that said, we are jumping on the road and we will talk more about managed project changes. Let's jump on the road. Hello, my friends. How you doing? Welcome to our 40 days to PMP exam success. Today, we're talking about a very far-reaching topic, and this is the 10th task in the process domain. And it's simply titled, Manage Project Changes. Now, this is not to be confused with a business domain that talks about organizational change, and much higher level type change. This is about change at the project level, so it's an appropriate place for it to be. Now, what is change management in the world of PMI as it pertains to the project? As it pertains to the project, we're looking at changes to project documents, changes to any aspects of the deliverable and changes to processes that might have already been in orbit on the project. We have some very straightforward 
enablers. And the first one is anticipating the need for change. There are gonna be some instances on projects where you anticipate that a change is needed. That is what this is referring to. So it says, anticipate and embrace the need for change. If change needs to happen, lead the charge, be a change agent, right? And it says, follow change management practices. It's quite straightforward. Don't stand in the way of change. Talk about being an enabler, you know, being a catalyst for change. And then we have determine a strategy to handle change. What do we mean by this? Higher level strategy. We're not talking about lower level stuff. We're not talking about the uh, procedural stuff or the methodical stuff yet. We're talking about higher level. What is your mindset at the higher levels as far as change across the entire project? This is where you could begin thinking about a change management plan. This is where you could be thinking about how to manage change across the entire project. So what is your overarching mindset gonna be? Are you gonna have an intentional, deliberate response to change? Or are you just gonna be dealing with change as it comes up? And then after determining a higher level strategy, having a plan, like a change management plan, having a configuration management plan, if you haven't watched my video on the difference between configuration management and change management, definitely do that because it is going to help you. Configuration management is about changes to particular widgets or artifacts or drawings, which we refer to as configurable items. A configurable item has to go through configuration control. And one of the ways we do this is through versioning. We also call it version control. That's big in configuration management. So just Google Prazion configuration management, change management, and it should come up. The next one, after determining the strategy to handle change, simply states, execute change management strategy according to the methodology. Now, in my mind, the strategy comes first. It's a higher level way of thinking about whatever is at hand. For example, a risk strategy comes first, and then the risk methodology is how you're going to carry out that strategy at the lower levels. So it sounds backwards the way the PMI put it. I would recommend thinking about change management at a much higher level, and then when it comes to the methodology, we're talking about the tools, the approaches, the techniques, the lower level actions that you need to effectively manage change. Last but not least, we have the enabler called determine a change response to move the project forward. So how are we gonna to respond to change? How are we gonna to respond to this opportunity for change? Get it? Now, we have not talked about the methodology so we need to talk about the lower level methodology for managing change on a project. So think about the different steps. It usually starts off with an awareness that someone needs a change or someone is flat out asking for a change. It could be a verbal request 
It could be a written request. On projects, there's something known as a change request form, and the change request form has to be completed, and then it is formal, it is official that a change is being sought. Okay. You might hear the term change request. You might hear the term change request form, change form, uh, change order. These are all alternate names that people refer to these things as. Change order, change form. The bottom line is if someone asks you for a change request, makes a verbal request, as a project manager, you should put that into a formal request. So it could be actually doing it for the customer, helping them, you know, put it into a change request. Or it could be asking them, can you complete this? If you ever get a question that's nickel and diamond and saying, ask the customer to do it themselves, or reject the request and tell the customer to do it themselves, it's likely to be the wrong option. You know, you could actually help the customer complete it by showing them, by walking through it with them, you know, especially on the first occasion. After you have filled in that change request form, the next thing that should happen is the project manager and the team should analyze that change request form and get a better understanding of what is being asked, do some analyses, try and get down to the bottom of what exactly the customer wants and what is the impact going to be. What does a customer want and what is the impact? After doing that, you could send the change request form along with your recommendations to the change control board if there is one if there is a change control board if there's not a change control board it might be a very simple step such as the project manager reviewing the change request project manager reviews the change request and decides yay or nay. It's, it's that simple. Project manager decides yes or no. If the project manager decides to go ahead and approve the request, the outcome is documented and is communicated to whoever needs it. If a project manager decides not to approve a request, then what happens is it is documented in the change log and at the end of the day customers are made aware of the outcome. It's that simple. See. So at the end of the day every change request should be analyzed, should be reviewed, should be investigated as far as what will happen if we do this. Also, what will happen if we don't do this? What happens if we don't approve the change request? Perhaps 
a customer is going to be really upset and may not do additional business. That's not good. Okay. So let's go through the overarching steps. One, change request comes verbally. Two, put it in formal writing into a change request form or change request. Three, log that change request into something we call a change log. Four, review the request and decide the impact that approving or rejecting the request could have. The cost, the scope, all those pieces. Next, send on all of that information to the Change Control Board. The Change Control Board will review it, decide whether to approve or reject it based on what the project manager and team have sent in. And ultimately, their decision is documented in the change log and again communicated to stakeholders. Also be aware that the change board, the change control board, or even the project manager at any time could request additional information from whoever the requester is at the same time they could offer something different they could say we can't give you what you're asking but we can give you option B so that could also be something that happens in change management now when it comes to change management in agile just be aware that agile in and of itself is a change coping approach you know, in the world of Agile, we manage change with Agile. See, we manage complexity, we manage uncertainty, we manage change with Agile thinking and with an Agile framework. So just keep that in mind, okay? Agile is a risk coping mechanism, change coping mechanism, complexity coping mechanism, okay? And as far as how change is managed in Agile, it's extremely fluid, extremely dynamic, okay? I believe we've covered everything you need to know, so check up change management plan, change log, change request, change order, accepted changes, accepted change request. Just understand all that terminology and I'm sure the exam will be a lot more bearable for you. Alright, I hope that gave you some uh, good insights my friends. Check for the questions. Make sure you open, answer all those open-ended questions. Make sure you answer any multiple choice questions. All right, so regarding questions, my friends, you already know the drill. This is the express version, so there are no questions, just the content. I want to cover this one more time so that you've got a robust idea of how change works. All right, so let's talk about that really quick. So let's backtrack, okay? In the video, I talked about a number of steps, and then when it came here, I talked about going back to the requester to ask for additional information.
that is very, very normal. You get additional information. You may even negotiate to give something different. If the sponsor and the customer are not part of the change control board, you bring them into the discussion and then you loop everything back into the main chain and that final decision whether to approve, reject, on hold or pending, whatever the classification, those decisions are made. But if ultimately you're going to carry out the change request, then of course you do that once you've communicated all the information in step nine. I hope you found value from this, my friends. Again, remember, if you are on a very rapid cycle and you need to get all this content really super quick, my advice is for you to go to our site for hpmexam.com. If you go to hpmexam.com, you'll see that we have a very robust curriculum with four hours of live training, two months access to our learning system, and all of this great extra stuff. All right. Thank you very much. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share with your friends. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.